0: Live from Nashville, Tennessee, it's Dawn and Steve in the morning. Good morning from Moody Radio. Coming up, Jim Paris is joining us to talk about vehicle subscriptions.
1: Yeah, vehicle subscriptions? What is that?
0: Well, let's find out. Jim is editor-in-chief at ChristianMoney.com. And Jim, what exactly is a vehicle subscription?
2: Oh, I'm back. I'm on. Okay, you're on. We are (laughs) live,
0: and we're rocking and rolling. I don't think
2: we've ever been that quick, have we, Jim? (laughs) Right. My my headphones just lit up, and I got the last half of that question. Yeah. So this is an interesting idea. So you know, you think about like, well, I'm subscribing to Netflix, or I've got a subscription to cable TV. It's kind of along the same lines. The idea is that you are kind of paying for a car as as you need it. It's it's kind of a hybrid between having a car payment. And like doing a car rental where it's more by the day, Um, this is something really interesting. And it it may be the future um, that you just pay a monthly fee to subscribe to have a car. And then you can kind of give it back when you don't need it or you don't want it anymore. So how is this different than a lease? Right. So a lease kind of locks you in. So typically a lease is two years, maybe three years long. This is a month to month, or in the cases where they do lock you in, it's for a much shorter period of time, like a three months or a six months, uh, kind of a minimum. So this is different than a lease because it's much shorter.
1: I feel like some entrepreneurial person was sitting around the table with friends one night going, hmm, how can we make money? What's the newest business plan that we should be going for and trying to monetize? Because this could really take off, but it might not be right for everyone. Who would this be a good option for?
2: Yeah, so I think this is a good option for somebody in my area. I don't know about where you are, but in my area, there's this buy here, pay here thing that goes on where people pay multiple times what a car is worth. They end up having to pay like a payment each week. And if they miss a payment, the car is taken away. Um, There's a lot of people that have bad credit. So they end up with like 20% interest rates to have a car um it's also i think not just for those people but for people that um you know maybe you, you don't want to get locked into one car maybe you want to get a have a smaller car for a while and then maybe get a bigger car you know and switch maybe to a sportier car so it can be something for more variety as well i think it's also easier for budget planning because one of the unique things about car subscriptions is it includes your insurance and it includes your maintenance <laughs> so you pay this you know, you pay this one fee per month and you don't have to worry about, oh no, what if the transmission goes out? I've got to come up with three thousand dollars. So a lot of people are buying like these extended warranties and things like that, which are hundreds of dollars a year. So the subscription. Is is just a one cost per month which covers everything, and if the car gets a little bit you know older, you're just wanting a, something different, you just switch to a different one. So huh. I think it's it's kind of a just an interesting take on on car buying, and I I personally think it's going to catch on because when people find out. That all the maintenance and all the insurance and everything is all built into one price per month. Uh, it's it's a pretty cool option.
0: Well, it, it's a fascinating option, but that leads me to then, what is that price per month? I mean, <laughs> we talking some pretty serious coin here.
2: Yeah so it varies everybody the, all these companies sort of have a disagreement on like how this should be done so some of them they'll charge you a lower amount per month so it might be say uh, 200 or 300 a month for the subscription and then so much per mile and the mileage cost might be higher on something like that then others will charge you 500 a month and give you Hundreds or maybe even a thousand miles without charging you anything per mile. But it is interesting that most of these are based on some cost per mile. So the idea of a subscription is okay, I have this car in my driveway, and then I'm only going to be paying um, the amount that I'm using it will largely influence my entire cost per month. So I'm estimating probably on average. It's going to cost people maybe 400-ish 500 ish a month, but that does include insurance and maintenance. So if you think about it in that context, it's not really a bad deal
1: hmm. I, with I'm, all the
2: flexibility yeah. right.
1: so interested to see if this will take off. you mentioned Jim that you think it will. Uh, you think that folks are going to really embrace a program like this
2: i I think I think that the car business, is maybe the last business that has to go through one of these sort of internet revolutions updates. I mean, I know we've got like Carvana where you can buy a car on the internet, but this to me would be a total change of the car business. I mean, can you imagine like Steve all of a sudden rolls in, in like a red Corvette and he's like, yeah, I decided to treat myself for a month. I switched to a red Corvette for the month of my birthday. I, I just think it would be a really cool option to be able to pick what car you want throughout the year and then only pay largely based on how much you drive. So if you're someone that doesn't drive very much, it could be super affordable. And I love the idea that it's kind of, you know, easy to budget around because all of your insurance and maintenance and everything is built in. So uh, yeah. Vehicle subscriptions, uh, write this down. Jim Paris predicted it. So <laughs> yep. like, I, I, I really think like give this like a couple of years and I think you're going to start seeing people doing this because Uh, I'm seeing people with $1,000 a month car payments right now uh, that I'm helping, you know, with their their finances, $1,000 a month. And Mm -hmm. so this, you know, and and that's a payment and they're locked in and they've still got to pay insurance Mm -hmm. and they've still got to pay for maintenance and all that. This seems like a much better option to me.
1: We're going to wait and see, but certainly Jim Paris has told us about it. And you have more info when you go to ChristianMoney.com. I know you've got a video there that we can listen in and see more about what's going on. Jim Parris, ChristianMoney.com, connecting you through our Facebook page. It is Dawn and Steve in the morning,
0: Moody Radio. She brings the sparkle. He brings the chill. It's National Iowa Day. What does that mean, Mr. Chill? (laughs) <laughs> it means it's reason to celebrate Iowa today. Oh. that is the reason for all the Hawkeye stuff. You uh, thought I was going to take a shot at the fact that Iowa beat Kentucky in the uh, Music City Bowl, didn't you?
1: Nope.
0: no, you nope. really didn't no. Nope, I okay. didn't I thought maybe Even though it was twenty one nothing
1: <laughs> I thought maybe you saw the new schedule for the Iowa Hawkeyes team uh, football team for the fall, and maybe. They were going to make it a thing now that Kentucky and uh, Iowa p- would play regular season. So I thought, maybe, just maybe. Oh, Because
0: I there's wish they more would. to
1: Iowa than the Hawkeyes. Uh,
0: the, there is. There definitely is. In fact, in honor of today being National Iowa Day, mm-hmm. uh, there's a few things that you need to know about Iowa. <laughs> there are more bowling alleys, highest per capita number of bowling alleys in the United States.
1: That tells me there's not a lot to do in Iowa.
0: You got that right. Okay. So that's one thing. In addition to that, if you're a cyclist, mm-hmm. they have uh, what's called RAGBRAI. Yes. Has Ben ever done ragbri?
1: He has not done RAGBRAI, but our friends Jim and Tina have. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, uh, we we definitely know what it is, and we've seen the photos from when they participate in that. But pretty much you sleep in a tent. And you ride your bike. That does not sound like fun to me.
0: From one end of the state to the other, mm-hmm. all the way across that. It's the Register's Great Annual Bike Ride Across Iowa. It's basically a big party on bicycles for a week.
1: Mm-hmm. And and they love it. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. The great.
0: people who do it, it's huge.
1: It is huge.
0: Route changes every year. So if you're a cyclist, you can look into that. Another thing, it is the home of the National Hobo Convention, which takes place every year in the town of Brit, Iowa.
1: Now, how close is Brit, Iowa to where you are from?
0: That is a very good question. I'm going to have to look at where Brit, Iowa is from. But what fascinates me is that we have a listener who currently lives in Alaska. Yes. Who has been to the National Hobo Convention and has been the winning, like the king hobo (laughs) in Brit, Iowa. You know exactly who that is.
1: I'll bet you that's our friend Victor. Yep. Wow. That, so you've never been to the hobo? I, I don't have never, understand. I have
0: never been no? to the uh, the hobo uh, convention there. But apparently, there is a parade, a hobo queen coronation, a hobo museum.
1: I want to be the hobo queen.
0: <laughs> well, you, I
1: bet there's a tiara in it.
0: They're prob- well. It might be made out of corn. I don't care. In in Iowa, it wouldn't surprise me if it is. Also, uh, one of the other kind of cool things is in Indianola, Iowa. They have the, a huge hot air balloon um lifting that they do every year convention kind of thing and so if you are into hot air balloons um that's kind of a cool place it's the national balloon museum that really? happens there and so i remember as a kid going there and uh, watching what has to be hundreds and hundreds of hot air balloons taking off all close in, in time to each other those and things so, yeah, are so it's cool pretty neat.
1: have you ever been up in a hot air balloon
0: um i have not 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 for real Like I've done one of those things where you like (laughs) climb in a hot air balloon basket and you go straight up, like it's tethered to the ground. Oh. So, you know, you go up, you kind of get the experience, whatever, and then you just come back down, but like not, not for real.
1: Okay. Okay. That, but that would be an amazing thing. So for my 30th birthday, I told Ben, I did not want, I did a surprise party for him, Uh but I said, don't you dare. I I don't know if y'all have noticed, but I, I sort of have this. Uh, Hard time transitioning to the next number And so 30 was Somewhat of a big one for me And I just said do not Please do try to you know Match the surprise party
0: Wait a minute the girl who any excuse for a party Is like don't have a big party
1: Yes How does that work In my mind in process Now I just like to celebrate everybody else I think that's fun He did celebrate my birthday though And he took me on a hot air balloon ride That's pretty cool. And we went over cornfields in Michigan because that was the way the wind was blowing. And we ended up having to land in an alfalfa field of a farmer, which was not preferred. I'm sure. Because it was like twilight and we needed to get down. FAA regulations say you have to have a hot air balloon on the ground by a certain time. Yeah. And so it was, yeah. Yeah. We just had to, emer- almost like an emergency landing, it was getting, we yeah. couldn't get to the place where he thought we would land. But it was so cool. I loved it.
0: Bucket list thing, I think.
1: It, had, it does have a bucket.
0: Yeah. 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 But do uh-huh. exactly. You're welcome. You're quick.
1: National Iowa Day. That does explain. I couldn't figure out why on a Wednesday you had to taunt me. It, now it makes perfect sense.
0: 21 nothing and celebrating Iowa.
1: Okay, there it is. There it is. (laughs) Bless him. Uh, You know, there are times you regret things you say or for a year.
0: (laughs) You had a year. I have an indefinite period of time here.
1: I know. This is what is so... That's why you hear the eye roll on the air, no doubt. I'm still hoping, though, that somebody between the two programs will make this happen so that we can have this conversation annually because it's Kentucky's turn to win next. It is Don and Steve in the morning, Moody Radio.
0: Thanks for being with us. Why not take Dawn and Steve with you wherever you go? Download the Moody Radio app. Thanks for listening to Dawn and Steve.
1: We are so glad you're here as we keep our Facebook page updated. We hope to get you some uh, links. We're, we're just, yeah, Wednesday, the 8th of February. You mentioned it's National Iowa Day. Yes, But it's also, okay check we already talked about that we're moving on you oh Maddie? can
0: you talk can you talk about Iowa enough
1: no, well I don't know no, I'm keep waiting going. for your keep dad going. to call
0: going. I want yeah. <laughs> your dad to call
1: I want uh Paul Hiller to give us a call and talk about Iowa like favorite thing dad Hiller about you can talk the state. about Iowa
0: Canada. Do you have a favorite
1: thing about the state though Steve do
0: Honestly. I have a favorite thing yeah do you you know one of my favorite things is the Iowa State Fair Actually, it is one of the C. biggest, oldest. It is absolutely huge. Yeah, and I remember one year uh, going there. They had something like in in honor of the 150th anniversary mm-hmm. of the Iowa State Fair, they had like a well over a hundred food items on a stick. I think they tried to get 150 wow. food <laughs> items on a stick available at the the fair this year. And I remember kind of setting a goal. Like, I wonder how many I can do. Oh. And I think I got somewhere in the mid-20s and then I'm like okay that's it I can't I can handle no more
1: <laughs> Tapped out of food on a stick that brings back so many memories at, at our school now I'm from Kentucky they used to bring in carnivals and so when you talk about the state fair I'm thinking did you ever ride the tilt-a-whirl
0: uh, not at the fair but I, I rode that at a amusement park so we had this tradition for years and years and years where we would go back to Iowa when I was living in Chicago. We'd go back to Iowa at the time of the Iowa State Fair, and they had a fantastic one-day theme park called Adventureland. Ooh. And so we would make sure we did the fair at least once or twice. We would go to Adventureland, and then Adventureland eventually added a water park. And so that became just an annual tradition for many years. Nice. So I did that there.
1: Imagine that sounds so much fun. I love all that adventure stuff, like whether it's adventure lane or just the rides, the carnivals that would come to our school. I, you know, when you're a kid and blissfully ignorant that anything could go wrong, my friend and I, her mom and my mom, all four of us got in a tilt a Now we were, I don't know, third grade, something like that. So we were little, but I had my candy apple. I didn't want to get rid of it. Yeah. My friend, Susan, had long hair.
0: Oh, did she after the ride?
1: Did I mention tilt a whirl? Yeah, they had to cut that candy apple uh, out of her <laughs> hair. So that was my food on a stick that I just couldn't give up. And bless her heart when we got on the tilt whirl, and she had lo- thick hair. Yeah. I mean, really thick hair. And they had to cut that. I felt so badly because there. You, I mean, I couldn't eat my candy apple when we were done anyway. It would have been better it, if I it was just in got her hair. It. Yeah, yep. she had to take that home like that. <laughs>
0: She had a souvenir?
1: She did. <laughs> I'm not sure if she was considering it like
0: that. <laughs> yeah, probably but not. But, yeah.
1: yeah. It's uh, fun times as you think back on some of those things. That is true adventure, though. Do you Have you been back to the State Fair lately?
0: I have not. Okay. No. Ever since uh, my parents retired, mm-hmm. um, basically, it became easier for them to travel to us than us to go to them. So, most of the time... Um, if we see them, they're coming to where we are.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that other than food, was there something else that you loved about going and riding? Uh,
0: you know, it, it was, yeah, they had the huge giant slide, which oh. was one of the fun rides to do there. We really? um, the, jump on the potato sack and go cruising down the huge slide. Um, we didn't do as much of the rides because this was Iowa. And so there was all sorts of farm stuff. I mean, what was going to be the biggest bull that year? Biggest cow, biggest pig, uh, biggest whatever. You'd go through the animal barns. Uh, the horses were just incredible. Horse shows, arm wrestling contests, log splitting. I mean, massive, massive state fair. And the, the rides were just this itty-bitty little part of it.
1: Oh. So uh, did you do 4-H, like all that stuff?
0: I did not. No? No. Nothing
1: in nope, 4-H? Nothing. I see. Okay. Did you? Yes. And what'd you do? Sewing.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: My grandmother was a great little seamstress. Now, she didn't do it necessarily for other people, but taught me. And there was, a, I don't know what you call it. There was a segment of 4-H. Oh, yeah. And several of us gals did, of my friends, like four of us, we would do sewing projects. And then there was a fashion show. And so you would go and model. And then if you got past that, you know, initial chapter, you would go on to the you could ultimately go to the state fair. So
0: what did you sell?
1: Um, one year it was, I don't I think it's a jumper. I don't know what you would say. What yeah, I, I'm not sure. It was just a shorts, one piece outfit. And then one year it was more like a holly hobby. Like that was a skirt and a jacket and quilted and all the things. And I think my grandma probably had more stitches than I did. I'm not
0: sure. But. <laughs> well, I love just uh, kind of hearing those little bits and pieces of your childhood, what that was like, <laughs> and trying to see if that helps you figure out the person whom you are today. No. It is Dawn and Steve in the Morning. You're listening to Moody Radio. Thanks for listening to Dawn and Steve in the Morning on Moody Radio.
1: Oh, I just had so many flashbacks. This morning, it all started last night. It, 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 why why the brain does random things, I'm very not sure. But as I'm laying down last night, and I'm I'm so tired, right? Because I'm grateful for this season. It's a short season, knowing that it was gonna press the boundaries of my schedule mm-hmm. <laughs> and my stamina. But you know, embracing that, still the outcome is you're tired. And last night, as I laid down after rehearsal, because I'm in a play right now with our youngest daughter, and we're wow, two weeks out,, yeah. okay, we won't talk about that, but i I'm laying down, and all of a sudden all of a sudden, this thought comes to me, and I'm like, I'm going to ask Steve this in the morning, whatever happened to certs
0: <laughs> like certs, the, the, the brand candy yeah, the thing. church
1: candy certs
0: the sur- <laughs> church candy, I love how you uh you know called that church candy um. Yeah, you know, I had to look that up because even though they are classified as mints, they actually contain no or did contain no oils of any mint plant whatsoever. What? Yeah. Well, how'd None. they make it taste <laughs> uh, that? That's a good uh, thing. They contained resin, which was a, uh, a mixture.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: Resin. Uh, I don't know how you pronounce it. Know. But anyway, it was a mixture of copper, glutinate, <gasps> partially hydrogenated cottonseed oil and flavoring. And it was that uh, copper glutinate that gave certs its signature little green flex there.
1: Well, I copper is green. That is true. Um, so now I think that um, I know why we no longer have certs.
0: Well, yeah. That sounds dangerous. It, it, the uh, cottonseed oil, uh, the uh, partially hydrogenated cottonseed oil, is not allowed to be in an ingredient in foods sold in the U.S. since. 2018.
1: And that's why my hubby... So certs are gone. Yeah, you you texted hubby Ben, and you said that since 2018, yeah, they're out. No more certs, which is interesting because I think you can still find them on some retail places.
0: If you go online... I don't think I'd eat that. You can find them. Uh-huh. Um, people are selling them on eBay. Uh, you can find them on Amazon. There are places where you can still find uh, people trying to sell certs, but it doesn't... it. it Even where it popped up as looking like maybe you could buy it through a retailer because they used to sell it, Mm. those links are like broken links.
1: No, so maybe certs have gone the way. I just remember my mom always having those in her purse.
0: Was that her way of trying to keep you quiet in church?
1: I don't know because I didn't like mints when I was a kid. So, you know, they'd have to be the cinnamon because they did come in different flavors. Sarah, oh, good point. Velaments. I do remember velaments. I've not seen those in a while either. I wonder if they had certain the same demise as a cert. velament you remember that I,
0: I do remember hearing about that yeah mm. them being a thing i <laughs> don't remember them though
1: what about freshen up gum do you remember that no what no are you are you no
0: i'm i'm not messing with you
1: you don't remember the little gum they were squares and they had liquid in the middle oh that's freshen up gum that was
0: freshen up gum yes i think we called it something else in iowa uh, yeah
1: well you you're wrong. They were marketed as fresh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they may have been. I, I, Unless yeah. there was
1: like a generic or something. I don't, I don't, you know, usually it, like the velaments came out and then somebody made them testaments and you can buy them in the Christian bookstore. <laughs> and I, I never really understood that, but yeah, they are very similar in the way they were made. Maybe they were just rebranded. I don't know. But yep. may, I, I'm trying to remember if um, freshened up gum had a knockoff, but I just remember Man, when Mom bought that, that was the that was the big stuff.
0: Okay, so I just Googled freshen up gum. I do recognize this now.
1: Thank yes. you, thank you. You're not that young.
0: That, I'm just about. I'm right on the right on the edge there.
1: How? <laughs> Tell me how.
0: How? Yeah, you're gonna
1: claim that you're gonna have I'm, to back I'm,
0: it up. I'm, I'm gonna claim that. I'm gonna say I was old enough that. I have very fuzzy memories of these things happening in my life, but they're, they're fuzzy because I was, I was that young when they happened.
1: Cindy, you asked about Sen Sen. Did I, no, I don't know what S-E-N, S-E-N. That's not familiar to me. I do remember lots of things, but I, I, yeah, that may be out of my, no, because Cindy, you and I are close to the same age, so it can't be that. Maybe it's a regional thing.
0: It, it could be, okay, so if you put those two send-send uh, together, yeah. you get something completely different than if you separate oh, that no. right there. <laughs> this so, has
1: a hyphen in it, hyphen. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I'm yeah. surprised our firewall didn't I, keep that from happening. Apparently it is disconnected, though. It's or discontinued. a tiny
1: little mint. Mary, you said send, send is a tiny little mint. Okay, I'm not sure. All right, Tic-tacs, Just let's just stick with Tic-tacs. They're noisy. you could eat multiple and they're still in play you can still
0: get you can still get those Mm -hmm.
1: so fun to think back why i was thinking about certs as i laid my little head down last night i'm sure i have no idea it is dawn and steve in the morning you want to text 800-555-7898 moody radio